Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin. And Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about what, uh, why people sell, what's their motivation. And uh, before we do that, though, let's talk about the Casual Fridays land flipping blueprint. Guys, if you're thinking about getting into this niche, you've got to check this out. We have taken all the knowledge we've gained through the years of consulting and the hundreds of clients, and we put it into this course. It's an easy to follow video format. It's got all the contracts, the scripts, the forms that we use in our daily business. And everyone that joins gets a free one-on-one training with either myself or Justin. So if you're interested in learning more, all you got to do is go to our website at casualfridaysrei.com. Click on the training tab, set up a strategy call, and we'll go over everything you need to know to get started. Happy Friday. Hey, happy Friday. You slid through this week without anybody wishing you a happy birthday on the air. And I do apologize for that because technically we, we record the Friday before the weekend. So this is, this is Latin last Friday, so seven days ago, which your birthday is two days from then. So technically, you, I'm two days early on wishing you a happy birthday, but on the <laughs> air, it's going to be five days late. So happy birthday. Well, thank you. 40 looks good on you. <laughs> <laughs> I bet 40 will look good <laughs> yeah. on me, but I'm so not there yet. You are a glowing 38-year-old man that I am proud to call my best friend and my co-host and my um, non-touching friend, cuddle partner. That's right. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. So I, I forgot to tell you that. So happy birthday. I look forward to celebrating on Sunday with you as long as it doesn't rain. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if it does rain, we just find a place. Inside that. place, maybe. I was thinking uh, Papacitos or Uncle Leo's, if they'll let us in. Cool. Yeah. Finally uh, caught up to you. You're finally as old as me. For the next few months. And next then, few. And then you become grandpa again. For next few. I got like eight, nine months. Nah, not nine. You got seven. Okay. Maybe <laughs> eight. Yeah. That's the, the best time is that glorious time where you're older and I can call you grandpa, you know? Yeah. But from January to May, it's... Grandpa Sleva. Dude, I feel like today is Monday again. I forgot what we were talking about on the show. I, I remember there was yeah, a birthday. Yeah, you are like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, like I'm. This I'm, was your topic, it, it too. It was my topic, too. And that's that's the fun part about this is some days my head's out in the clouds. And this morning, I was as we drove, I drove over to the studio, I was listening to the 2000s hip hops, and I was just living the dream, singing some Usher, some Little John, just out like doot to do, getting here a little early with you. But, you know. Real quick about Usher. Uh, I've seen the movie Hustlers. Yeah. Remember when uh, all like the everyone knows the movie Hustlers about those strippers who conned all those guys yeah. out of millions of dollars, right? You remember when uh, Usher came into the strip club that one night? Yeah, dude, talk about some pool. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's how it feels when I don't go to the strip club. That's when I go home. All my kids run around. And they start asking me for money. <laughs> so it's like money, dad, money. So I just throw quarters in the air, <laughs> pretend like, and I yell hellstorm. Uh, so that's the fun part. Okay. So yeah, the, today's topic would it came it came to me with uh, one of the uh, consultant clients that we have. He's actually one of the few that's gone through the one on one. It's not something we advertise, but the Launchpad program. Um, he's one of I think the fifteenth person to go through that. So he was doing a one on one with me, and we were actually he's in the DFW, so it was in person. And he goes, "Man, I just still not grasping why people want to sell. Like, the, what's the motivation that somebody's really willing to sell us the property?" And what, like, what have you seen? Why are they selling? And I, I started thinking about that and I was like, man, you know what? I don't know that I've ever asked Adam point blank what he sees in that. And, you know, my answer to him was 
typically it's generational land. Like it's somebody that's has gotten the land given to them and they see dollar signs. They don't see this junk land that's in the middle of nowhere. And, you know, and I could go back in my head and I could think of property after property where that same song and dance has gone through. Like, oh yeah, my dad bought it. He left it to me. I've never been there, you know, and they live across the country. And he's like, man, but that money could help. And I, I remember one in particular deal I bought and it's, uh, I want to say it was like 15 grand. The guy was the son. They actually handled the probate right in the state. And I mean, it was like one of the cleanest closings I had ever gotten. Like the guy just responded back, you're really going to give me 15 grand for that property? It's this junk property. My dad planted some trees on it in the 70s. And I'm like looking at the property. And I'm like, man, does he know what property he's talking about? He's like, I can use this money. I got to fix my car. I'm a photographer. I need a new camera. And then my wife really wants to go on a vacation. So I'm going to surprise her and take her on a vacation to the Caribbean. And so this guy saw that his dad at that point fixed all his problems from the afterlife, you know, and we bought the property that 15 grand for us turned to $70,000. Mm. And it's like, I was like, man, you know, that story goes over and over and over in my head on Elm. I can go through my deal list of, you know, a couple few hundred, 400, 500 deals. And I can think of so many of those that have do that, you know, and, and that thought process, you know, we, we ask, you know, when a guy asks me that and I tell him that he's like, Oh, okay. You know, because he, he'd listened to some other courses and done some other stuff and like tried to use like, the different programs out there where they do delinquent back taxes and tried to mail on those and do neutral letters. And, you know, I guess my question to you, Adam, is what, what have you seen like the most of? Mm -hmm. I think the answer to that depends on the market value of the land. Okay. So in my experience, land where the market value may be, let's just call it, because I always use this number, $20,000 or less. Mm -hmm. The reason why people sell is because well, A, they bought it and never did anything with it. Okay, the dream's changed. Right, and now they can't sell it because at that price range, realtors don't want to sell it because okay. they're not making any money. Okay. Right, because by the time a realtor lists it and then they pay to their broker a fee and they pay marketing fees and they pay the cost of being a realtor, right? They're not making any money. So most realtors aren't typically touching property that's $20,000 in value or less. Okay. And so the people that sell those, to get rid of it, they either have to know how to sell it themselves, which 99% don't know how to sell it themselves. Yeah. Or they wait for an offer like ours to come across, and then it's just like, it's perfect, right? Okay. I think once you get into that price range where a realtor will sell it, mm -hmm. you're looking for the opportunity. Okay. Right? Like you just said, because most of the people that sell to us is, man, I inherited this, or my parents owned it, they died, there's no will, and I've just been paying the taxes on yeah. it. Right? That's why the, the number, you know, like these properties we're buying right now where their market value is 150 plus, mm -hmm. we can see these title issues Indian affair issues, generational yeah. issues, right? All these things come up. It's because we found that opportunity. Yeah, and then we have to fix it. Yeah. And so a lot of times we, you you hear the term, oh, you're solving a problem for somebody. And like you said, if they can't get a realtor to list it, they don't know what to do. And you just offer them cash. It makes it easier because the dreams change it. Then that works. And then and when in my scenario where it's generational, if you get really good at fixing deed work and you know somebody in that state and you understand that, you know, in and out, then you've got a successful business going. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're... Not so much a, I mean, you are a land investor, but you're more of a problem solver. Yeah. And that's why it may take more mail on these bigger, and this is my, again, my opinion, it takes a little bit more mail because the people have options. Yeah. You know, you're, you're finding that that one that needs the, uh, well, like you just said, surprise his wife, fix his car, do this, do that. Whereas uh, some of those smaller market value, it's just like, man, I bought this. I don't even know why I bought it, but yeah. you're going to pay me. To get out of it? Sure, why not? Yeah, sure. I get clean. I get cash back in my pocket. You know, one of the, I remember one that we're working on or we're working on, um, and it was, deed was done right, and they just, and somebody else died in it. So there's two deaths in the deeds, and they tried to sell it once, but 
they felt that somebody was trying to take advantage of them, like they were trying to steal the property from them because they were requiring some stuff. And then we laid out exactly what needed to take place, how it was going to take place, and what the time frame looked like. And then our attorneys have been in contact with them the whole time too. And, you know, that deal is going to be a great deal for us. And we're going to have quite a bit in legal fees to get it done. But, you know, part of it, part of that is getting the right team in place and being able to solve that problem. And that's, I can't go, I can't, I don't know where else to speak about that. I, I remember hearing a long time ago, man, it was probably when we first started getting into this and listening to one of the land podcasts and the guy, typically I think he's full of shit, but he made a, he made a comment that was actually like a, a, a nugget there. And he said, if you can figure out how to fix death on a deed, you can make millions in this business and you don't have to work very hard. Mm. So yeah, you'll actually be proud of me, right? Cause there was a time in my land investing career where I, if I ran the headache like that, I'd just say, there's enough deals out there and I'm going to deal with it. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, you have changed me. Yeah. I'm also not the type. <laughs> yeah. I've changed you. I'm also not the type <laughs> Super that will, um, likes to go on other land investor coaches or whatever's page and leave comments. But uh-huh. I just saw one the other day that I just couldn't leave it alone. I saw it. The Michigan affidavit. Airship. You're right. Yeah. I saw that. Is that, is there an affidavit airship, Michigan? There is not only that, there's a small, I don't know the exact word, but it was small, small estate. estate form, right? Mm-hmm. Any property worth under $21,000 in Michigan, if you're, if you're the heir to it, mm-hmm. just Go sign up. that one piece of paper and it's done. Nice. Right? And so I don't, I hate going to other people's, but I just saw this because this kid was happy, right? He's like, yeah. I got my first property. I'm going to make some good money, but the problem is both are dead. And the first comment was, walk, walk away. away. You're going to need a probate. It's going to S- be too much money. Send it to me <laughs> and we will fix it. Yeah, that's and that's I love that you did that because that to me just tells the different level of education that we provide. And we got kind of shit on right at the beginning, like, oh, you haven't done enough deals. You're not good enough. You're not new enough, which we carried you companies and we (laughs) we made you credible in some places. But if anyone don't thinks we're credible enough, I mean, we've been doing this for over four years, hundreds of deals like I I invite you to over here. I I think it's because we don't have like this flashy stuff that we always show or we, we don't try to have these cool hype videos since you won't let me make one. I mean, I could roll up in my $75,000 truck and my half-million-dollar house with my beautiful wife and my beautiful kids, and we can front if we need to. Yeah. But that, that doesn't solve that the That kind pr- of front attracts the kind of mess that I don't want. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. You know, go away from the beach. Yeah. So <laughs> the, uh, the, the idea, though, that so many people in some of those educational groups like that, they're just like, oh, it's dead, walk away, dead, walk away. And they haven't even looked at what is required in that state. You know, and it can be a simple form. Just something simple. Like we had a guy that comes out of another group. He reached out to me and he was trying to do a deal and he has a double close. He's going to make a good profit. And he left out a key fact for me. So I'm like, oh yeah, that'll work here. He calls his title company. Title company goes, yeah, but they were divorced. And he goes, oh, they were divorced. I forgot to tell him that. And so, and he couldn't do, he couldn't do what he needed to do because of that. And that was just the same type deal. When there's deaths, people a lot of time are led to believe that the government just wants your land back. There, there is typically an action that can take place. Now, it could be quiet title. It could be an affidavit of airship. It could be a small state form. It could be a set-aside claim, depending on where you're at and what you're doing. And, you know, this kind of segued off our topic, but understanding the motivation of why people sell, the dream changed, they got the property left to them, so it's just cash coming to them. You know, the, knowing what those things are and how to fix that problem is you taking the motivation and understanding what they're doing and, and becoming a professional at this business. Mm-hmm. As you said earlier, professional problem solver. Yep. That's how you make money. Yeah. Does that answer your question? I think it does. I, I hope that that gave some people some thought process, gives some motivation and, and understand because we always get hung up on the details going through this process. And I'm glad that, you know, Stuart brought that up in our, in our meeting 
you know, and it was it wasn't like in a you know our formal setup. We actually having lunch, and we we'd already done our work for the day, and we were having lunch, and we were driving back. And he goes, well, you know, why why do you see that? And that was cool to me that you know he asked that question. He felt comfortable enough to because some so many people will get in situations where they're talking to us where they don't feel comfortable asking a question because they don't want to feel like, hey, you dumbass, you know, they're going to mm-hmm. sell because they want the cash, you know? No, there's, there, I understand his mind works that way and it works to these details. And that's great that it does because what we will see is like my mind works different than yours. And we see that in our business a lot where we, we're doing stuff together where I'm like putting it together one way, you're putting it together another. And luckily we, we've been friends long enough, we can make it meld. But I don't want some question like that, you know, the why you know, to, to stop you. So understanding that you're probably going to get the dream has changed, husband's dead, uh, or it's left to me. Those are going to be the big common things. And if you can fix that, then you can always move forward and make a ton of money. Agreed. So there you go. Question answered. Hey, I want, I want to tag on that real quick though. Cause I want to put some, I want to put a flex on there for some people that are listening okay. because off of the project one properties, all of them had a death in it. I've never seen a group of properties have more problems than the Project One properties. Yeah, and then throw Corona on it. But <laughs> out of that, we had six hundred half million, six hundred thousand in profit by understanding what that is. Yeah, potential, potential. We haven't haven't closed haven't on sold yet. them yet, but getting through those processes yeah. and understanding it. Yeah. All right, that's it for today. It's Friday. It is a solid day. Take a second for us guys. Go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Give us a like, a follow, and a subscribe. Then go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, go to wherever else you're listening to us. Like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. We appreciate it. We love you. See you Monday. See you guys.